Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of People of Azeroth today. We are very lucky, boys. We are joined by a heavy hitter today. We've got a man who is a podcaster, streamer, guide writer, content creator, an absolute bastion of the WoW Classic community. We've got Melderon in the house. Welcome. Wow, that was quite an introduction. <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. We're going to get straight into it. This is a no-nonsense conversation interview. I'm going to start with gaming in general. Why don't we just talk briefly about how you got started in, in gaming, maybe some early memories and, and things like that. Okay, so I, first video game I ever played was, uh, I think it was the Super Mario Brothers, and then it was Duck Hunt. I think it was in the same Oh, cluster. Duck Hunt. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. I remember getting that for, I don't know, birthday or Christmas. And then like, it was like, it was like crack after that it was over. Right. And my life was my oh, life towards video games after that. Hell yeah. And then, so coming up to, and I know you've talked about this in GMA before, but coming up to let's say 2004, but prior to the launch of, of vanilla. Wow. What do you think you were playing? Would you have been console gaming or would you playing something on the PC? I think at that time I was playing more console, but I was also dabbling in the RTSs. I did play StarCraft and oh, WarCraft. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it was more of a console gamer at that point in my life. Yes. So that so that then ties in with how you got into WoW or you know being familiar with Blizzard products then from WarCraft, the RTS. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And can you credit anybody with getting you actually oh. <laughs> into WoW? Who can we credit Absolutely. with that? So I have a friend, uh, he's still in the military, actually, he's in the Coast Guard, which is uh, actually part of the military. A lot of people don't think it is, um, but it is, yep. and I make fun of him for that, of course. But <laughs> uh, so um, he was living in Cape May, New Jersey. I was living in Philadelphia and, you know, we were really good friends. And of course, like I wanted to catch up with him as much as I possibly could. And he said, well, come down for the weekend in my place. So I went down and he had to work that weekend. But he's like, I want you to, you know, play this game while I'm gone. It's called World of Warcraft. I'm like, oh, is that like Warcraft 3? He's like, it's very different. <laughs> I mean, it's like kind of the same thing, but it's very different. So he literally left the house and was like, okay, here's the character selection screen. And I remember like selecting my first character was Meldron. It's actually a randomly generated name. Uh, under nice. Yeah. And I like zone in and like eight and a half hours go by. And I was, and he like walks to the front door and he's like, hey, how was it? And I'm like, well, it's nine hours went by, you know, it's, it, it was, I was totally <laughs> hooked. hooked. Yeah. Oh man. Holy shit. How long did, so that first tune that you played, cause I was going to ask them, what did you roll up? But so that first tune, did you, did you play him to cap then? I did. I actually, well, I deleted that character wow. because it was on a different uh, account. Obviously I went, I literally left. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. I left Cape May, drove to a Best Buy, bought a new computer just to play. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I mean? And That's I logged back in. There. Yeah. And I logged back in. Thankfully, the name was still not taken after I deleted it. And I re rolled and went all the way up to 60. The funny thing is, is that uh, I was horrible, as most of us were when we first started the game. Oh, shit. And yeah. I, I got to 60. Too, dude. Yeah. I was, dude, it was so rough. And I, the only reason I got to 60 was this guy, Dan, helped me out like big time. He would bought me. Oh, yeah. Here. <laughs> he bought me my mount, all this thing. I get to 60. And I'm so frustrated with the character with the character and how bad yeah. I am, and, and I deleted him. 
No way. Yeah. 60. Oh, an original yeah. 60. Shit. I, I guess it was more like I was just, I hated the fact of how he, you know, I just didn't like him anymore, you know, that kind of thing. And I re-rolled Mage. I got him back, actually, years later. Uh, oh, really? They could still yeah. recover it. No yeah, way. Yeah, which was insane. I didn't think they even had that information, but they did. So... Wow. So he still, he does exist. He does yeah, exist. I think he's, you know, level like 100 or something on one of the one. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. From whatever, from whenever you played through one of the yeah. expansions. Holy shit, dude. That's crazy. So then you went mage next. Yeah. Mage next. I didn't get him to 60 before vanilla ended, but um, yeah. I did get him to 70 when TBC launched. And nice. I, my first raid experience was with, with him and Karazhan. So that was a lot of fun. Wow, that's awesome. And these days you're all about the shamans, dude. Yeah, shaman happened during private services. Um, so I, you know, I don't know if we're, you know, it's kind of like one of those things that, you know, slap on the hand kind of thing played on private servers. But, you know, the private mm-hmm. community, um, we can say what we want about them. But I feel like if the private server community didn't exist and if not didn't exist, I don't know if we'd have classic today. We, we, we wouldn't, dude. We would not have it. So we definitely, and that's why, and I think, yeah, so I don't, I don't think people take a dim view on private servers anymore at all. Um, yeah. Probably even including Blizzard up to a point, you know? Yeah, it's making them a ton of money now. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I, I hope not. Um, but yeah, so the Shaman, I kind of just rolled into, and I was always afraid to play them because I had tried them early on, and I always wind up not playing them because of Totems. Totems, man, are just, yeah. it's a different way of thinking. And once I realized, it's just like, they're just spells, just like everything else. It, it's something clicked in my head. And I was able yeah. to play them again, you know. But it is easy to get lost in the source too, isn't it? Because you've got you're trying to think if you if you're not thinking that way, it's like oh, I've got these totems and I've got spells, I've got offensive, defensive spells, I've got all these things I'm trying to move. There's yeah. a lot, especially in PvP. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Oh, huge! They have such a large toolkit, and I know every class does in vanilla, but I feel like Shaman have they have they have an answer for almost everything. They're very close to paladins in that way. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm a paladin player, yeah. So I'm, I'm definitely yeah. definitely agree with you there. Yeah, I, and that it's. And we, you've talked about it as well. I was going to say we have, but I've talked about it separately and you have that the the utility that comes with those classes is awesome. And being able to, I know you've done tanking on your um, tanking on your shaman. You've got, yeah. you know, tanking heals DPS. And it's awesome just to be able to especially fill a slot maybe that you weren't expecting to save a dungeon group or anything like that. I mean, it's just so cool. Absolutely. Um, I think hybrids really shine in vanilla more than any other expansion. Um, and you know, hybrids, you know, hybrid doesn't really exist anymore, in my opinion. But I feel like back then, the core RPG elements from, you know, D&D and stuff like that is so clear. And being able to not maybe the de facto tank or the de facto healer or yep. whatever, but being able to approach that role and try it or do it, you know, yeah. way. So. I, I agree. And, I, and, in, and and so I've played through in Classic as a prop pally, and I absolutely loved it from, from level one upwards. I tanked every single dungeon, including uh, UBRS. Um, and, you know, I talked about it on one of my other shows. We, we had, we were running, doing a really late night run through, I think, LBRS. And we started off and I said, oh, you know, I'll, I'll heal it because we had, um, we had DPS and we had a guy tanking. I said, I'll just heal it. So I healed it in prospect through on some, um, like a PVP healing set that I had Threw that on healed it for about a third or halfway through. We lost one of our DPS, but a healer logged on. So I then threw on a two hander and I DPS for like almost the remainder of the dungeon. Cause we had a good healer join. And then our tank fell asleep. Phil, I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> our, our tank fell asleep. So I threw then back on my tanking set, 
and we formanned it for the final like 30% probably of the dungeon, including the final boss. And I just thought that like, how else do you do that? We salvaged that group and I was able to fill three roles in one single run. I mean, yeah, like, it's it an amazing feeling. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny because when you said Phil, my name, my first name is Phil. So I was like, is he talking I'm about sorry. That was really funny. But uh, yeah, man, it, it's like this, I don't know. It's just like this perfect little sauce that kind of you, you just feel so invigorated in the fact that you can do all these things and, you know, just feel. I think the best thing about vanilla is like maybe like even if I'm healing as a shaman and I throw down that wind fury totem. And I see the effect of just one spell I have on DPS. It's not direct. It's indirect DPS increases, right? And it's like, wow, I'm important, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah, doing something for the greater good, you know? Right, right. That's, that's yeah. so cool. And, and you know, in terms of the hybrid, it's and I don't want to start just shitting on retail straight away, but um, it's one of the things that just really, really bugged me towards the end of me playing in retail was I rolled up a Disc Priest and I absolutely loved it. And I thought the, the mechanics that came in I don't know what patch, what expansion it was, but I think it was fairly late where it was then doing um, doing healing through damage. And mm. I just thought this is the coolest thing, dude. So I, as I leveled from level 20 um, as a disc priest right up to 120, I was doing a lot of dungeons, a lot of PvP. And in dungeons, man, I'd be healing the whole group and I'd either be first or second on the DPS meter. And it just made it so efficient to roll through because it's basically like having the team stacked with DPS and I'm doing and, and still keeping everybody up. And it was just such a cool thing. But the problem is when you go to queue as a disc priest, right, you're queuing in dungeons. I thought, well, my DPS is really good. So I don't necessarily want to heal this one. I wanted to DPS oh, it. Yeah. If you queue as DPS, it automatically respects you when you go in, it automatically respects you to shadow and then all of your shits change that I'd never played shadow before. Wow. So even, yeah. So even though it's a damage dealing spec and I can top DPS in a, in a dungeon, you get immediately respect with no choice. And it's, I just think that's like, that's just so crazy for what is a true hybrid spec. Yeah, yeah that's, I don't know. that's that's some poor game design, in my opinion. And I, I, you know, I don't want to bash retail. Retail does some things very, very well. Competitive PvP and competitive PvE is 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 really, really good, right? Um, yeah. <clears throat> but the casual player, I think, is the one left in the dust. And I think they tried to fill that space with like collectibles and stuff like that. And I just, I don't know, man. It's just not for me, you know. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know why. If if is that must be aimed at just the complete idiot the noob gamers if they have to if you queue as dps and you're a holy priest and it's like oh we'll just automatically respect you to shadow but imagine that guy if he was a holy priest and you'd be respect to shadow he's not gonna have a clue what he's doing and you're going in doing a five man i mean right now, now can you can you again respect after that or no like can you uh like automatically re afterwards then you get respect back mm -hmm. to whatever your actual spec is oh so you can't so it locks you up for the entire dungeon yeah oh wow jeez that's rough. yeah yeah, and it just makes no sense, especially for things like that are true hybrid class, like a disc priest, where you're doing healing through damage. I mean, if you were there as I thought it'd be perfect to be as a damage dealer and then just supplement the heals when you need to. I mean, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's just one of the things that just frustrated me a bit. Um, and the same thing with like I've got a holy pally that I love, and that's a true healing, um, true healing class. But then. To, to even if you get into a situation where you need to DPS, the DPS output is just so low. And even when you're questing, it's like they've just nerfed it so much. You know, it's, I don't know, they, they, yeah, it's, it just takes some of the enjoyment out of it. But that's, that's some of the things I haven't, haven't enjoyed with retail. 
Um, I, I can understand I, that. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, it was like, you know, and everyone shits on Wad. I actually had a pretty good time in Wad because of this. I thought the raids were pretty good, but uh, like I was, it was after that. Like I, we, we played Legion for a while, Def Camp and I, and we went pretty high up. We did heroics. We didn't do mythic dungeons or raids, nice. excuse me. But, um, I just, I just didn't feel it anymore, man. And then, like knowing that Nost was there, or Kronos, or all these other private servers, it was like, well, I could just do this, you know. And I just yeah. enjoyed more, enjoyed it more. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and then if I was like to complain about classic, the only thing that I would complain about now is that, as everybody knows, that some specs you can have the best time leveling, and then you kind of are just left aside, or you've got to change what you're doing. And the same thing, like my prop pally. Um, it's been great all the way up through those dungeons. I've had the best time playing it. But when you hit raiding then, or even in PvP, it's a spec that just doesn't really work. And like yeah. the raid, raid experience on a pally is so different to the leveling and dungeon experience, you know? Like doing the five mans and ten mans, you feel like such a boss. Like for me, that's the class fantasy. Paladin up at the front, you know, hammer and shield, sword and shield, full armor, standing there and just reflecting damage from like eight to 10 mobs. Like we're doing these AOE pulls, like two, three packs, and you stand there and feel like a boss. Then you go into a raid and it's like you're just second tier to warriors. Just stand there and buff. You're a dispel bot for this fight. And it just sucks, man. Yeah, it does. I think that's the primary <laughs> concern for most people um, is when I hear in, you know, content and comments in my videos is, you know, how can we make classic better? And it's always a balancing issue. And there are two ways to think about this. And I think one is that when you play D and D, if you ever played it before, you know, you, you pick a, you pick a class like Druid or even Shaman or uh, stuff like that. And you know, already that you have these hamp, like you're hampered in some aspects of your class. And I think they tried to replicate that almost to a fault in classic, um, yeah. and then the other end of it is maybe they just didn't know what they were doing, which I think it's a combination of both, but I think in TBC, you clearly see, they were like, okay, things need to be moved around a little bit. And I think that's why everyone loves TBC because it was so well balanced. Yeah. And I agree with you and I'm not, I'm probably not one and we'll talk about classic plus and stuff. And I'm not saying that they would, I'd like to see changes at all. I think classic should stay what it was vanilla and everything else. Yeah. And I guess maybe you just have to change like I have no regrets because that's, you know, I spent six months as a prop pally and tanked everything for the guild, like tanked like crazy. And I absolutely loved it, dude. And I wouldn't change that at all. But for me, I probably just wouldn't, I don't even think I would raid just on a pally. I don't even think I'm going to raid really on my pally. I just haven't enjoyed it, to be honest, like just even healing and buffing and shit, because I didn't, I didn't set out to be a healer. It's not what I wanted to do. So um, I've, I've just been bringing up a mage in classic that I'll probably raid on my mage and then do anything else on my paladin because I still love it. Yeah, and that and that, and that kind of sucks because you didn't sign up for that role, you know. And I think that's that's yeah. where a lot of people are right now. Uh, mage, on the other hand, is God. A mage is so good at everything, and it's mm. um, well, you'll always get a spot, won't you? Oh, <laughs> yeah, farming yeah. too. Yeah, everything. I mean, dungeon DPS. I mean, their CC's abil- abilities, their decursing abilities. Like they always yeah, have true. to. Yeah, they do bring a lot of utility, actually, they don't think. And then in terms of the quality of life stuff, so you're never paying for food and water. You've got right. ports. You, you can sell ports. So you've got these passive income streams, too, where you're just standing in Ironforge and you can sell ports yeah. and sell water you and shit. Farm. You can just stand around all day. <laughs> like if you're at yeah. or something, like if you yeah. – <laughs> you know, yeah. like, Chill screen it, yeah. I mean, yeah. 
Oh, dude. But you know what? By the end of, because I was trying to level up, um, I was still determined to be tanking for the guild. So I started leveling up a warrior because I was like, even if I can get away with a paladin for now, like doing some off tanking and shit, mm-hmm. I thought I'm ultimately going to need a warrior if I want to do it. So I started leveling up a warrior. You know, I found it slow, the leveling, dude. I was really struggling. And even though we had some other guildies help us, I then went to the dual accounts, dude. And I was like two screening it. And like, what I, because I heard Cargo saying it. So I had the same thing. I had a mage that was following me around with food and water, assisting DPS and, after doing this for a while, I was like, what am I doing, man? <laughs> yeah, Warriors are uh, – <clears throat> so we just we just recorded a four-hour Warrior Masterclass. Um, it came out uh, like last week. And nice. There's just so much – like so Warrior is tough. I, I think, you know, the leveling process can be kind of crappy. There are ways you can improve that. But um, Warrior, dude, it's like – it, you know, back in the day, it was World of Roadcraft, and, then, and now, now yes. with the meta, it's obviously World of Warriorcraft. Like, it is yes. they are when they get to endgame, they are absolute powerhouses. Um, yeah. highest DPS output probably in the whole game. We're not sure how it's going to play out in AQ and next. Maybe Warlocks and Mages will come up, but tanking obviously, they're de facto tank. Druids are a close second, but yep, you'll have a job if you hit 60 on a warrior, is essentially the way, the way it works. So they are so at the current state at the phase that we that we're in with the gear available they are the highest um DPS output. Yeah, I think it's not even close. I think they're like um, Really? Yeah, it's really really incredible. Like we have I have 3 I'm very lucky in my raid we have 3 warriors that are probably in the top 50 uh, why they're very high up there in the parses. Um and they'll pull like 1300 1400 DPS on a boss. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, it's ridiculous, dude. And I'm just looking there and I'm just sitting there healing and I'm like I'm so jealous right now. But like, but the, but on the but on the flip side of that, if you are a pusher like that as a warrior, you have to really. We have issues with wipes because they pull off they pull bosses off the tanks, and it's like, oh, of course, you've got to balance you know, that out. Then, yeah. So now the tanks have to. So that this is the world buff issue, and I made a video about this. And world buffs to me are like doping, and it's like yep. I'm not saying they shouldn't be in the game. I'm just saying that like you, when your DPS starts using them your yep. tanks have to use them now because well they, yeah they, yeah they literally and can't threat. you guys had talked about it before and said it's not in any guild that you guys would run it you know you wouldn't make everybody do it it wouldn't be forced to do it but the problem is if some people start doing it in that case if dps do it then you kind of are forcing they're indirectly forcing the tanks to then have right. to go and get these world buffs and that's that's exactly what happened in our raid i consider my raid i wouldn't consider it casual i'd say it's somewhere between casual and hardcore but yep. Some of my warriors were like, we want to get world buffs. And I'm like, okay. I said, you tanks better get them too. And they're like, what do you mean? And then like the next day we're in, we're in MC and they're pulling rag off, off the tanks. Like it's uh you know, yeah. and then we had to seriously reconsider that. And we had to, you know, now the tanks are going out getting world buffs and yeah, no shit. It increase our, our efficiency. I'm not going to lie, but at the same time, it, it but it's of- another thing they have to do. It's another thing. Then the tanks have to deal with, isn't it? Yeah. And, and tanks have a lot to worry about. They have to get consumes. They have to get all the, you know, tanks have a hard life. They can't consumes, farm. Repairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can't farm real easy. There's always that. They've always got bigger repair costs, more consumes, like certain that, well, they have to farm up all of that fire resist gear and shit that a lot of other people don't have to worry about. So there's, there's a lot of shit that tanks have to deal with. And then on top of that, now they're over getting the bloody world buffs too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, uh, it's, it's it's been an adventure for sure. But we're but we're really looking forward to BWL, and we're doing really well. And I hope that we just uh, continue to do well. So, shout out the guild. Um, shout out the guild real quick. Where are you guys? Uh, what server and um, and what's the guild name? That's an interesting story. So, um, 
give me a longer answer than I than I wanted to be. So essentially, Invictus on Scarum on the Horde side is our guild. However, um, our guild is is a super guild. It's got five raids in it. Um, Wow! And the original GM, uh, there were some issues with the top two guilds that were actually world class. Like their raids, excuse me, the top two raids. Did speed runs? They're really, really world class. There's fighting there and stuff like that. And, and so what happened was the two top raids kind of dissolved, and the three raids are left that are more casual, like mine and two others. So now the guild is in my hands as the GM, and now we are rebranding. We're probably going to go either with the names Eden or Unbroken. Yep. I'm not sure yet. Nice, nice. Yeah, so it's so yeah. So things have changed a little bit, but we're still in Scarum. Um, which yeah, Scarum. Yeah, it has a really horrible horde to alliance ratio, though. Yeah, I know. I'd, I'd heard that. That's what, when, you know, you hear the word Scarum, and I've heard that it is can be a bit of a shit show over there with that faction balance, yeah. Yeah, it kind of sucks because you feel like you're playing on a PvE server, honestly, and I didn't sign up for that, and obviously no one did on that server. You signed up for PvP, and it's just, it's, it kind of sucks, but at the same time, but on, on another bigger scale, forget the world PvP, when the AQ event happens, are we going to have enough alliance oh, to open shit. the gates? So shit, I hadn't even considered yeah. that, dude. Oh man, it's a problem. Blizzard's gonna have to address it one way or another. They may have to step in and literally like open the gates. Um, and to be honest, that's one of the things I've been looking forward to the most out of Classic coming back this time because it's I've been watching videos and shit on this for years, and I just thought it was such a cool thing—a server-wide event like that. I've been looking forward to that as one of the most important things for me. So I'm still really pumped, dude. But you'd hate it if your server was just like a non-starter because of that. Yeah, and that's why that's one of the reasons why the guild dissolved is because those two those two big guilds wanted to move servers. Some people didn't, and that's what happened. But uh, us were left in the wake, so we're, we're still we're going to stay on Scarum for now. If after BWL we consider moving, we'll maybe we'll do that. But it's it's kind of sucks because it's kind of. I wouldn't say it's all Blizzard's fault, but it's half their fault, and we can get into that if you want. But there's two. Uh, well, I was just about to say, do you think there was something they could have done? Do you think when people were queuing in or people were picking these servers, like people were picking them, some people were picking them based on names, some people had already, they were getting together and had their communities and shit. But, and then as soon as you get, I guess with Scarum, you got like a lot of Horde PvP players sort of got together there. But do you think Blizzard could have implemented something at the start of this that kind of showed the you know, the breakdown of the, the faction breakdown or kind of stop people being able to do it at a certain point until the Alliance queued in? They could have done something, couldn't they? There are two issues. One is that they didn't have enough servers at launch. What happened was they had like X, X servers, let's say 10, and then they were like, oh my God, there are millions of people coming on. We need to make more servers. So they spun these servers up. By that time, it was too late. And on top of that, they instituted free character transfers that killed servers, killed them. Did it? Yeah. yeah. Um, because what happened was, let's say one server was 60-40. Yep. Well, the Alliance were like, well, we wanted to be 50-50, and they jumped to another server. Now that's now the server they left from is now so much horde. That's what happened to Scarum. That's literally what happened to Scarum. But the other compounding yeah. issue is it's not just that. The other compounding issue is the player side of the, of the blame and and it comes down to a lot of different things but basically there are there are way more horde players now than there are alliance oh so overall you think like just globally across all of them yeah yeah there's a couple of reasons why one is the pvp racials um and two is wind fury and what i mean by that is is that alliance guilds usually have the best speed of clears that because of um blessing of salvation but 
warrior, but warriors uh, and rogues hit harder on the on the horde with wind fury totem. So people are like, "Why well, want to have higher DPS? I don't care about blessing of salvation." So you yes. have this like PVE and PVE compiled issue that people just want to play horde more. Yeah. Do you think it would be this could be crazy talk, but do you think on those servers where like say you've got a, a crazy horde balance? Uh, crazy horde imbalance do you think if blizz was like to pick up an alliance get an alliance guild mm-hmm. of like a killer pvp guild on another server and say listen guys we're gonna free we'll transfer everybody all of your guild stuff transfer all of it over there um or get one or two alliance guilds and go over and just be like you guys step up and and uh, you know see if you can get this this deal balance back out do you think that's crazy or is that something that like i would don't be think cool? it's crazy i don't know if there's a precedent for it though and i wonder yeah. if um, I, I I would think it's interesting, and I would think it's cool. The other option is to is to merge servers that have so say there's one that has eighty twenty one way, eighty twenty the other, and you pop them together. That could, that's a good idea, actually. Yeah, that could be a problem. Um, I mean, it could work, but I think people were like, "What the hell?" You know, and not because oh, you're forcing that down on you're forcing yeah. that on other people who might be happy in that current situation. Yeah, I guess. my stance is if you have more people to play with and you're servers more populated and the, and the balance is near 50 50 i mean what more did you what, what more would you want i mean yeah. that's how i look at it i mean like maybe queues i don't think queues will be a thing anymore i think the tourists have left um yep. so i think those are the two ways you can do it either either approach these really high powered guilds and offer them free transfers or force a server um, yep. merger and, and i mean that has happened when i played i played star wars you know and that was constantly happening because they went the other way whenever swotor dropped it was i mean they had such a massive budget it was the hype train was for years and there was a lot of people i think they knew that a lot of people were going to sign up initially and people did and i mean they had with not exaggerating they had hundreds of servers like not exaggerating they had so many and there was still queues at launch they were just spinning up new servers like crazy but within like a month or six weeks people were in it was a ghost town on some of these things yeah like they were literally down to like three people in the whole place so they were doing they constantly were just condensing servers down so it was just being forced on people like crazy and that was it was just one of the things you didn't people i guess they kind of complained or maybe they didn't it was just the way it went um but i think it's i think it's amazing with blizzard when they started and even though we shit on blizzard like they're not idiots like they're not fucking complete idiots but Mm -hmm. how, how they got it so wrong with the amount of servers at launch i mean i know they had layering dude but the the, the server count was so off, especially Oceanic. One PvP server for the whole Oceanic. And it's a massive WoW community yeah. in Australia, NZ. I mean, I just think they got it so wrong, dude. And then, like you say, they're just trying to do these patch-ups. Like, initially, at launch, the one PvP server was completely crazy. They rolled yeah. up another one within like an hour and a half. Nobody wanted to go over because they hadn't done the name reservation. Then they were concerned if you jumped over to the other server, you wouldn't be able to get back to this one because it was a 10-hour queue. I mean, they got it so wrong, dude. That's exactly what happened. Like what you just said recapitulated the entire issue. And and um, and I talked to Omar Gonzalez, who's the lead dev of Classic Y. I met him at BlizzCon this year. He's a super, super awesome dude. And they... I don't know if I don't think him. I think that Blizz at the higher level, and they still do. I think at some level, they totally underestimate the classic community, man. And yeah, how okay. big it is. And Omar's stance is they'd rather have you know they'd rather have less servers 
than merge them. They feel that merging is horrible for the community. I disagree, but I, but I, and I told them that I was like, I disagree with that point, but they don't want to do that. That's like something they, they just, they want to avoid it like the plague. And I don't know why I, I'm not really sure if they, it was an issue yeah. back in the day. I don't know, but I, I don't know because I'd seen it. Like I'd been on service before that emerged in other games and it was kind of just the way it is in some ways it can be a bit of a shakeup and reinvigorate things anyway. Um, especially like in, in the SWOTOR, they didn't have cross realm PVP. So you really did get to know the people you're playing with, which I absolutely loved. So you'd get to recognize and everybody knew each other. You'd recognize a certain player in PVP and you're like, Oh, you know, this is this guy, or that's how he's going to play. And then whenever you got some new fresh meat in, I mean, that was cool in the PVP side of things, but I, I don't know why they were so against it. And then, compared to the experience that people had was so scuffed anyway, where you had 10 hour queues and shit. I mean, it was, and then nobody was able to get the name reservation on these other servers. And I don't know whether they were operating off like bad data. Like if they didn't have the data of, you know, say with name reservation, you'd think that would have given people, give them a really good idea of the numbers. But then I worry about, I wonder whether there wasn't, complete participation in the name reservation for them to get a good gauge of the numbers. But uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think the better uh, market research would have been opening the beta up a li- way more oh. than what they did. Um, yes. So the beta was invite only, and I was fortunate enough to get in, but like not many people did. Like no. it was like maybe one percent of the current player base was invited to the beta. That is not an accurate sample size. Um, I I feel like if they opened it up to a larger amount of people, I think they would have had a much better idea of how many people were going to come back. I think so, man. I really think so. Because, yeah, I, like with the way the, the hype train was coming up to this, people was – I, I knew it was going to be huge. I knew it was going to be massive. But I was so naive at coming up to launch, dude, that I actually thought that Blizzard were all over this. I was having an argument with a guy and a couple of people on Facebook. They're like, oh, it's going to be queues. It's going to be chaos. I was like, dude, there's not going to be queues. Blizzard are all over this. You know, no problem. Come launch day, I did get in straight away. And then I was sort of commenting back on Facebook. I was like, there we go, no queues. And then a couple of hours later, someone screenshot it. It's like a nine-hour queue. Yeah. <laughs> I was eating my words, dude. I believed in you, Blizz. <laughs> yeah, it was mayhem, man. It was mayhem. And, you know, I, I got to give them credit for what credit is due. They did a, they did a really great job re- recreating the game. But Blizz is, man, I, I don't know, man. Recently, like with the Warcraft 3 thing, I don't know what they're thinking sometimes. I, I, I like cutting their budget by the amount they did um and just people were flipping out i mean it was like they got a point like four on like uh what was yeah that? Um, for, yeah yeah metacritic yeah. i think wasn't yeah. It? yeah but i mean like as a company like and we're with fans like we're fans of their products and fans but if you objectively as a company they're pretty scummy at the moment aren't they yeah yeah, I mean, you like, know, like objectively speaking, that they, they they lay laying people off, like eight hundred people getting laid off at a time that they're actually recording really good profits. You know, outsourcing Warcraft three part of the issue, the graphical issues and thing. They outsourced all of that to a Malaysian company to do it. They've obviously done a shitty fucking job. People are so annoyed with it, and they just seem to be really scummy tactics from a company that's actually making money at the moment. And the game, the company, and the subs in the game is in a really good place. I mean, it just makes no sense to me. Yeah, and Cargo said this story in GMA, and I think this is, hits the nail on the head. Warcraft Three Reforged was WoW Classic for the RTS community. Now, it, and can you imagine 
if oh, it was dude. oh dude people there have been riots you know what i mean oh, there would have been riots, riots dude. Oh, there would have yeah. actually been riots in the streets yeah but it, i just think it sucks man and it's like i've seen it before in some things on twitter or some of the youtube videos and stuff and they say that you'll go through the car park at Blizzard and so many of the cars will have an Uber sticker on it because the people working there are not earning enough that they have to Uber uh, in the you know evenings because Blizzard notoriously underpay their staff. You know, on the on the idea that it's, you know, you can't put a price on passion, you know, that they're working there. But it's come on. Yeah, you can yeah, you definitely can. And you know <laughs> But it's like it's like the you know, it's like the age old uh, you know, if you pay your employees well, they're gonna they're gonna do better. Like they're gonna yeah. be more motivated. Like it's been it's been shown by so many studies that volunteers do more work than the underpaid. No you know? shit. Yeah. yeah. Because like I, there's this you you there's this thing, there's a switch in your head that you see the compensation check and you're like, I'm worth this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or a volunteer, yeah. you know, going into the game, you're being volunteered, you're not getting a paycheck and you want to like really show, show and, and it's been shown time, time again in research studies, but it, it seems to be blinded by, you know, and Blizz apparently hasn't read those studies, I guess, or a lot of companies. No, I guess not. Those. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it really sucks. It really does. Um, in terms of upcoming on, and I know you're not a, a huge retail fan, but you would have seen some of the things. Any comments on um, on Shadowlands? What are you thinking? So I did. I did go to the Shadowlands press um, release uh, at BlizzCon this year, and um, I was fortunate enough to be there. And I asked a few questions. They se- it seemed pretty interesting. It seems to me like th- they denied this to me to my face when I asked this question. But I asked, you know. Has Classic WoW or the Classic Era of World of Warcraft been a point of, you know, inspiration for you guys going into Shadowlands? And they're like, no, no, this, this stuff's been thought of, you know, no. this stuff's been already in, down the pipeline. And I'm like, whether it is or isn't, you're still bringing these core things back from then, you know? Absolutely. That's, um, that's no coincidence. That's no coincidence, dude. The level cap returning to 60, we're getting auras and poisons and yeah. they're, class- they're classicking it up a bit, dude. That's no coincidence. Yeah, you're able to go back to TBC and live that whole expansion, Wrath, you know, all these things. And I'm like, I I don't know. I I obviously think they are. And I hope that that's a good thing. I hope that there's more RPG in their MMORPG. You know, right now, to me, Classic Well is a single-player action-oriented game, action-adventure game. Um, And then you can dabble in, in the MMO aspect if you're willing to raid and get into a guild, you know. And for a lot of people, that just doesn't work, you know, with work and jobs and kids and wives and husbands, you know. So I think why classic is so good is that you can still experience the RPG, even if you are a altaholic or a, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, someone yeah, definitely. With their friends, you know. I have a theory, though, that with because everybody's talking about um, Burning Crusade service coming in, and it, it does make sense that they could probably fire up a burning crusade servers however i think with what they're doing with shadowlands um where they're allowing people to level through those uh through those previous expansions i think they're going to try and i know they they were trying to do it as one hand to make it a more cohesive leveling experience but i think they're doing that so that they are not going to fire up legacy mm-hmm. servers for all of these X packs because the big thing because they're a fucking greedy company and every time so with classic for example they've well they're not even they may be getting extra subs from people but that's included as part of a sub if they bring out 
Burning Crusade, that's another product, that's another game they've got out that they're not really making any extra money. You may get some new people come back for BC, but otherwise I think it's just splitting the player base up. They may take some people, that may even take some more people from retail into BC, and you're moving them away to like a non-monetized, the the lower uh, monetized part of your um, products. So, And then if you do that again with Wrath, dude, and you're taking more people away from the cash shop and the fucking flying rats and all the rest of the shit that they've got. I, like, I, I don't think as a company, I don't think that's what they're going to want to do is have classic BC, Wrath, and then retail, and only one of them being heavily monetized. I really can't see that from a greedy company. You have a lot of interesting points. I, I think that I've never heard that before. That's a really interesting theory. Um, there's a lot to unpack there, but I think you're absolutely right that a retail a dedicated player is worth more money, obviously, than a classic dedicated player. My only concern is, I have two concerns. One, I think it's cheaper to just re-release TBC and Wrath over doing Classic Plus. My second concern is, do we trust the devs to make a new expansion in the Classic uh, philosophy. That's no, abs- absolutely not. No, there's no way. There's absolutely no way. They so, barely even yeah. got classic right as it was to just get that back the way it was. You know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I trust Omar, but like, but it's like I don't know the rest of his team. I don't know who else is working on this. You know, and uh, you know, Omar was Omar is a staunch believer of no, no, well, not no changes, but but uh, preserving the game is the best way yes. I can explain it. Yes. Um. So I wonder what they could do. I feel like if they tried Classic Plus and it failed, people would get so mad. Like, oh. Well, yeah, you can't. You If that's kind of the thing, if they did Classic Plus and it was kind of, and it was the classic server when you logged in, that was what you logged into was Classic Plus. It's like you can't squeeze the toothpaste back in. You know what I mean? If they do that and they did these big changes, you can't really, it's the, you can't unring that bell, you know, and the people who don't, like it are going to hate it if it was if it was not good they would hate yeah. it whereas if you bring out burning crusade servers that's a kind of take it or leave it thing you want to play it play it if because i would assume they would keep classic servers going as well and then it'd be, be kind smart, of yeah yeah if you want to play it play it it doesn't really alienate those classic players or retail i think it does still split the player base up again but you know i don't, I don't know how bad that would be no, I wonder. Yeah, I wonder how to. I mean, because you know, Lights Hope did it. Lights Hope did Fresh Realms, and they were a huge success. Um, so Fresh Realms could be an option, um, and you just perpetually play Classic the rest of your life, which is not a bad thing. But I wonder, like, there are for every person that came back for Classic, I would bet there's one point five to two people that will come back for TBC. Um, no shit, yeah, because Big fan favorite, just because it's a fan favorite, man. Like, I, I it, it's TBC was in my opinion, classic perfected. Um, now, there are some issues with TBC, obviously flying mounts, but um, the, the arena, um, yes. dungeons, uh, 25-man raids, 10-man yes. raids, you know, all these things, and the class balancing was... In, well, was balancing, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I know people will say, oh, BC, that was the start of all of the things that we didn't, that we don't like, that we didn't want. But I think that's a bit harsh to say that. I think, you know, fair enough. 
on so there was flying and outland and people say oh we're flying that was the begin that was the beginning of the end of world pvp but i think that's going a little far to say that and i think when you look at all of the shit that they did right there was a lot of good stuff there as you just you just oh like yeah, absolutely and flying you know okay I, i'll i'll go with the flying argument for a minute but i think the most detrimental patch to world of warcraft was trial of the crusader and lfd in wrath of the lich king in my opinion yes. that's where the game went downhill right there if I could point a finger on the timeline, <laughs> it was right there. It was right, right there, dude. Only because I'm not saying Charlie Creator was a horrible raid, but it had no trash. And that was the first like rush in, rush out like mentality thing the that ever out of that. You yeah. know what I mean? And and then LFD, I remember distinctly, I had a guild back then. Our main way of recruiting was doing heroic dungeons with randos and saying, like, hey, your DPS is good. Yeah. You're a player. Do you want to come with us? And they were on the same server. LFD comes out, you don't know who these people are. You can't talk to them. You can't invite them to your guild. Um, yeah, queue times were shorter. Fine. Okay, you didn't have to spam and trade chat anymore. Fine. But what do we lose with that quality of life? And that's, you know. Kind oh, of absolutely. Well, it just it, you sometimes, dude, I've done it in, uh, especially when you're getting towards the end of when the content has become like in dungeons and retail, whenever it's just to the point where people are going through on cruise control, you're going in and people are just running these dungeons to get a certain amount done per week or for, um, experience gold, whatever the gear drops. And it's like, you may as well be with a group of NPCs, dude. Nobody talks, no one communicates. Everybody just knows what they're doing. You go through your own cruise control, you do your things. Nobody's buffing or doing any of that shit. It's just complete cruise control. Don't say a word in and out. That's it. Done. Never see that person again, man. Never. Yeah, yeah. And that, that to me is the is uh, the MMO aspect is really, really re- re- yeah, reduced there. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Forget about that. Um, okay, so I might go into the next one, which I think this is a little bit of a better question, which is um, end game progression in classic. And that's I guess we talked about it a little bit, but say whenever all six phases roll out, on the first point of that. How long do you think that content rollout is going to be? When do you think Max will drop? And then after that, how long do you think people will be happy in that kind of post Nax phase to just to just to play that, or for the for the love, for sort of medium guilds to try and get up and 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 play through Nax? Mm. So I think with the current progression of uh, content, I would not be surprised if Nax came out late this year, like yep. December. Um, it may come out January of next year. Um, yeah. Now that now Nax is notoriously known that you know half of a percent of like the player base completed Nax in vanilla. Yeah. Um, so I think people are going to be reliving that and enjoying that for a long time. I'd say maybe five ish, six 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 ish months. Yep. Um, yep. And bec- only because it, the so the way I look at classic WoW is MC is LFG or LFR, excuse me. Um, yep. You know, uh, BWL is normal, AQ is heroic, and Nax is mythic. That's kind of the way. No shit. That's a good way to put it. And I think that people are going to be like, you know, Four Horsemen is going to like, oh my God, it's going to rip, it's going to rip people a new one. It's going to be Uh, a deal breaker that probably, huh? It might be, but like, I, I still think even today and, and, but eventually people will get through it. And I think people will experience as much as they possibly can. And it's going to be a challenge. And I think that's good for the game. But eventually, like you said, it's going to be a drought. And what does that mean? Um, does it mean that 
Blizz relaunches and does Fresh Realms? Does it mean they, they announce DBC? Yeah. And that's the, that's when we will get the answer, isn't it? To what to whether it's going to be yeah fresh or whether we're going to be into TBC and things like that. I still think there will be a hardcore group of there will be that contingent um, of players who will be rolling alts and just perpetually playing classic. And there's nothing wrong with that mm-hmm. at all. I definitely no. think there'll be people doing that. Maybe in a more casual way. I don't know. Um, the other thing that I think will probably happen come next is I think we're going to see a lot of um, of guilds. I think there'll be a lot of guild mergers, um, splits. I think it'll be a lot. There'll be more super guilds, I think, because to, to be able to get raid teams together and do Nax and to get geared up and stuff, the, the, the average to below average guilds are just not going to be able to do it, are they? So for people to, to do that content, they'll either need to join a really good guild or just not do it, won't they? Yeah, I think that's that's possible. I also think that's, you know, people for, currently right now consumes are a joke. World buffs, you don't need them. Yep. I think for Nax, a lot of these average guilds or below average guilds are going to need world buffs and are going to need consu- like heavy consumables, frost resistance. And that's where I think people are going to, that's the real check is like, you need to, I'm not saying every guild needs to farm these things, but if you're a below average guild, you're going to need to get these items and these buffs. Um, And that's not a bad thing. I think that's fine. I think, you know, the beauty of the classic era of World of Warcraft is that there's one difficulty, you know, for raids. Um, And I think that's cool, but you're right. People are, some people are going to get tired of it. Some people are going to quit. Some people are going to, you know, say, screw this, this isn't for me. Um, And I think that's, good in a way because it justifies that classic wow isn't just a laughable game where people can just roll and see with meme specs and blow up the whole you know and and you got to remember that mc was the first raid they ever made you know it's like and they made it in a weekend they like rushed it out or something like that you know and yeah they just got a lot better at raid mechanics by the time next came out and uh it's a thing you know to see that progression yeah definitely do i mean it's funny when you look back through when you do the dungeons like the five-man dungeons and you know the mechanics like i love it the scarlet monastery is like the first one we see some mechanics the guy can do a spinny it's like a world <laughs> yeah. it's like the first introduction yeah. to mechanics move away when he's spinning lads that's the mechanics there exactly dude like i read, like you know yeah yeah he just spins and you're like oh i gotta walk out of the spin you know yeah. i've seen this before in retail you know it's like every every, every mob does that in retail you know it's like every mob has some kind of mechanic yeah um, oh man that shit is no you're funny. right they just didn't know what they were doing you know they were <laughs> no. this is whole brand new territory for them and um and, and going back to what we were talking about about you know i think my my uh prediction is this year 2020 at blizzcon i think they're going to announce either tbc or classic plus Oof. that's my bet hearing it here first lads hearing it here february we've got the call we'll come back to this if it does happen that'll be a hell of a prediction if it does happen uh, i don't know man i just see like <laughs> it'll be a year in production i would say and it wouldn't come out till the end of 2021 so i could see them saying it's gonna one way or another what's gonna happen this year i don't know what i'm most interested to see dude i'm most interested to see when shadowlands drops in relation to Nax, because both of those things on the current mm. On the current rollout of content, both of them are going to be approximately the same time, which I know they're not going to do. So one of them is going oh, yeah. to get held back. And I think you might be right that I think Nax could probably launch in October or November, 
I think that would be fitting timeline, but I think they may push it out till January then because I think Shadowlands will drop around that BlizzCon time. That's typically around when when stuff like that drops. Isn't That's it? a so, really good point. I didn't think about. Yeah, it. yeah. It, it, they're yeah, not going to have those two overlapping. Yeah, they're not going to have those yeah. two overlapping at all, are they? No. And then also, if if Shadowlands is dropping, then whether they're going to do a big classic announcement too, I don't know. I don't know, but it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I feel like they need to announce something on the Warcraft front because they won't be announcing a new a retail expansion. Obviously, they already did that. So I'm wondering if they are going to just say, you know, what tw- coming Q4 2021. I think you might day. be right because otherwise, what is going to be the big thing this year at BlizzCon for the WoW community? It's it's going to end up because like this last BlizzCon looked awesome, and even if you're not a huge retail player, the the Shadowlands, the cinematic, and the hype and everything, dude. There was a it was sick. And like I don't know it whether was, this con, yeah. yeah, it's not. It's just not going to be. Yeah, they might need something like that for a serious spice injection into it. You know, it could be, I wouldn't could be surprised. Be. Let's put it that way. I, I, yeah. I, I'm about like 60, 70 percent sure they're going to announce something for classic. To, and you know, I just, I just hope that it's going to be great, and I hope that I'm looking forward to it. And if they roll to LTBC, I mean, I'm classic plus would be great. But if they rolled LTBC, I will like. I'll, I might drop a tear, man, because that that, yeah. that is like that's. I'm not saying oh, that dude, I, I love it more, I, but it's just it's just so much nostalgia for me, man. I would play the hell out of TBC, dude. I would play the hell out of that. That would be awesome for me. Because TBC is where I is where I really fell in love with the game. I mean, like classic was fine, but I was such a noob. I didn't really appreciate it. And TBC is when I was like, this game is amazing. Do you know what I mean? And that's I think a lot of people feel that way. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I've got one here question here that's a little bit of fun for uh, for retail. Now I'm sure you're aware with um, with Shadowlands. It might already be happening, but I know with Shadowlands, um, you're able to any allied race is able to be a Death Knight. Okay, mm-hmm. which is yeah. which is completely crazy. So the question is. Which is the most fucking offensive combination of um, oh. of race and death knight? So, like for me, I'm thinking the Lightforge Draenei and the Mechanomes, dude. To be a death knight, it seems just the most offensive thing to me. But yeah. I'd love to hear what you think. So, I guess I should start saying that I'm a pretty big death knight lore guy. Um, I I love the okay. death knight lore. I made death knight and wrath all the way up until when I stopped playing. I love death knights. So, when I saw that announcement, I I had to hold back some vomit. I had to yeah. obviously <laughs> pandas, um, dude. Panda that, death so knights. It's either panda or the wolf or the little fox ones. The, the Valpiras, dude. Yeah. Oh Those man. Are the two that I'm like I, I I'm just. You sh- you shadow over me, man. Like that was like it was just like one of those things yeah. where I was like, oh. imagine seeing Panda Death Knights rolling around, man. Come on, I it's just, just... understand. No, and then the thing that's it: a Lightforge Draenei, a being of pure light, and now you're a death a Death Knight. How is that possible? How is that possible? And then the ro- the Mechanomes, which are eighty percent robot, to becoming a Death Knight. None. Of, it doesn't make sense. It's terrible. It's a yeah. terrible, terrible idea. And it's just like. I don't know why it's just this thing of like trying to please everybody. It's like, oh no, yeah. you can be a death knight. You can be a death knight. No, there's some shit you can't do. Just like whereas in classic, you couldn't have a horde paladin, you couldn't have an alliance shaman, and people accepted that. That's the way it goes. Now it's like, well, you can be this, you can do that. Doesn't matter. I don't know, dude. It, it, there's it, this it's like me. 
Yeah, I think there's like this this mindset that just like give them what they want, give them what they want, give them yeah, what they want. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Why? No, you're you're fucking your own lore up. You know, it's like exactly. It's like parents you know. spoiling their kids. You know, you get these kids yeah. who just get whatever they want. You can no, you need rules, people. You need rules. Yeah. <laughs> you have like eighty million mounts and people jumping around. And I'm just like, I don't know. I feel like it just got out of hand and. The, I think you're the, right. The mouse, dude, the, the flying mouse yeah, and the pig. Yeah. I don't know. They somehow, I thought the pig was going to be the thing that just annoyed me the most. And now this rat that's come along this time, they've actually managed to go a step further, which is amazing. Yeah, they bow down to China, man. I mean, they do. And it's kind of it's kind of sad in my opinion, but whatever. I mean, like that's the biggest market and I understand, you know, but at the same time, it's just like they, have, they obviously want to keep the Asian market happy. And I think it's, had some detriment to the Western, uh, I wouldn't say Western world. I would just say, you know, uh, WoW is a Western RPG, right? It's not uh, an Eastern. And Eastern RPGs are very good. I mean, I, I'm a yeah, huge I Final Fantasy yeah. fan. Um, Absolutely. I just think there's like a little bit of a, you got to stick to your guns kind of thing. And I, I just think they, they haven't done that for a long time. Yeah. 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 I mean, I could understand initially, like they've had basically had two versions of the game and they're doing, they've got the whole China version, which is different of no blood and gore and skeletons. Right, and right. Stuff. I understand that as part of cultural sensitivity and all that stuff. But now at the moment now it's, it's more, it's just what's cash grab, isn't it? It's a cash grab. It's cash grab. Is, is, is yeah. that what I mean? I wasn't trying to make a cultural <laughs> argument. It was more of, um, yeah, it's, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. Money. It's just all for the dollar yeah. for the mighty dollar. Yeah. yeah. Now to get serious just for a minute, um, in terms of balancing, I wanted to talk to you about balancing wow and life. What what you do, or do you have any advice for people you're able to? You've obviously got a good job and you know um, family and trying to balance out playing the game. I'm going to be honest, lads. I haven't said it before on the uh, on the show, but I got a little bit lost in the source for a while there with classic, and I kind of been neglecting my uh, my real life responsibilities. So since since classic dropped, I've been hitting it hard, man, really hard. And uh, I've, I've actually, I'm on a bit of a detox. I'm on a two-week WoW Classic detox. Wow. Yeah, because, dude, shit got out of control. It really did. So I'm, I've been talking to people and trying to ask them what they do, whether it is just self-control, whether it's scheduling, you know, setting hard limits on time, and just interested to hear what, what different people do to balance it. Well, so I work as a – I. I do um, sciences, real life stuff. I work as a researcher at a hospital and university, and I, that's a demanding job. So I obviously, during the day, I have to dedicate my time towards that. And what I try to do is, see, what I did was I front-loaded all of my hardcoreness. I front-loaded my leveling, which I don't recommend doing. I recommend people <laughs> actually enjoy the leveling process. I front-loaded my period bis farming. And then now what I do, honestly, is I, I can relax because I can oh, more gotcha. or less raid log. Um, yeah. And I'm not saying that that you should do that. I'm just saying that's how I enjoy the game now. I mean, I play it on all every every night here, here and there, but most of my time is is towards dedicating towards. See, I also do content creation. That's another thing, right? So I, I have to manage that too. So the way for me to manage all three of those things, gaming, content creation, and work, is that I try to just I try to the front load everything when the game first came out, and now I'm more in a relaxed pace. You're on cruise control now, yeah. That's good. That's really I good. I have a very good guild, and I'm fortunate in that that I have people who know what they're doing, and I, you know, I'm able to go out and farm the consumables that I need in a relatively short amount of time because I'm a shaman, and shamans are kind of weird because if you don't, if you're out of progression, if you're more on the farm status, you can drop out of that full resto into elemental, and you can nice. still heal. So you can actually farm efficiently. 
Yeah, so nice. what I did is I bank I bank my consumes for BWL now, so that when hopefully through my through progression phase, so I can go back to elemental for doing farm and you know relax uh, and be able to farm stuff again. So that's yeah. kind of uh, planning ahead. I guess is is the uh, TLDR there. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point actually. Yeah, do you think that that as the content rolls out, do you think you're going to have to put a little more time investment in, or do you think because you're putting these these this sort of planning in place now? it will uh, you'll be able to continue kind of on the same thing you know you're not going to get sucked yeah. into aq and next kind of i'm dreading them um because i feel like we're i'm going to have to really uh be more on top of farming consumables and getting enchants and getting you know all these things so i feel like it's going to be a little bit harder when those game when those phases come out um but as of right now once we have bwl on farm i think i'm going to be be able to breathe again and just say like oh, wow i have so much time because then we have zg first before eq that's right i feel like i have a lot of time to kind of just relax so hopefully in that months i'll be able to really bank up some stuff and maybe i'll be able to do the same thing we'll see one of the things that i was talking to i think it's Berridan about this recently was that it's Wow, it's another paradox. Wow, classic. I think it's a bit of a paradox because when it first came out, and this was the idea that we had in the guild, was we were saying, you know, wow, classic is a marathon. It's not a sprint. We've got this thing now for 18 months or two years or whatever it is. Take your time. And I wanted to. I wanted to enjoy the leveling process, take my time. And I really did. And I had the best six months, dude, of gaming memories I've probably ever had. It's so cool. And a, a lot of the guild had that same approach. Now, the problem is especially with that accelerated timeline of the, the content rolled out in a lot of ways, it was a sprint because if you didn't get in our guild, we to be, you know, we had these issues. If you weren't raiding, it's hard to recruit people because you're not raiding and then you can't raid because you're not recruiting. So then you end up in this kind of circular problem of becoming like just kind of a leveling guild. And, you know, even to get a grade spot, People saying, well, you don't have this gear, you don't have that gear. And it's kind of in some ways it was a race or it was a sprint at the start, even though we've got this game for two years, man, but because of the way the content comes out. And I think I was looking at it in some ways I was looking at it the wrong way initially, but at the same time I had such a good time that I don't regret it either. Mm. It's, it's I, tricky, isn't it? It is. I think you hit upon a, a good point. I feel like the – unfortunately this time around the knowledge base that exists because of private servers really pushes people to be a lot more competitive and um it just i feel like the content's been trivialized and people are their expectations are way higher than it was back in vanilla like back in vanilla people didn't know boomkin sucked people didn't know that elemental shaman sucked people didn't know any of this stuff right like and now it's like you have to be this, you have to be this build, you have to be this thing. And that sucks, man, for a lot of, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm in a guild that's like that, but, yeah. but at the same time we have a boomkin. I made sure we had spots for memes. You know, I made sure we had a spot for a boomkin. I made sure we had a spot for a, uh, what else do we have? An elemental shaman. And nice. so we budgeted that space. I was like, there's no way we can't down content with two meme specs. There's if, if we can't, something's wrong. You know what I mean? And um, so I think, I think a lot of people got left in the dust because the player base rushed to 60 so quickly um, when the game came out. And especially with the AOE, we didn't even talk about that. The AOE grinding meta, Jesus. A lot of that was a a bug. A lot of those issues were bugs. Um, And that pissed me off a lot. I actually made a video about that. Yeah, it was not how the game was supposed to be played, dude, was it? No, 
No, it wasn't. And I don't remember that. And, you know, we, we, I, I did a healthy mix of, um, grinding, questing and dungeons when I leveled and we, we did SM and I remember this was during the time where demoralizing shout and roar was, was bugged mm. where it produced a shit yeah, ton of threat. Yeah. And what we did was we got in there and, I, and I'm like, we had a bear tank and I'm like, dude, like I can't pull off of you. Like normally if the mage is AOEing and uh, like you're going to pull at least one straggler, right? It's going to happen. But he, we couldn't pull off of this bear. And I'm like, something's wrong here, you know? And we were, we went through it like two, three times to test it. And I recorded it and everything. And I'm like, this is not right. Oh, yeah. Um, and, and then there's, there was the experience problem. Like raid groups were getting way more experience than they should have. They were, and they were doing these 10 man groups and getting right. yeah way more experience than they should have. Yeah. Unfortunately, it left a lot of the casual players in the dust. Um, and I feel for those people because they wanted to raid and they wanted to get into these guilds and and raid spots are tight. Like I, I get people every day asking to raid with, I'm like, dude, I don't have any space. I have no room, you know, like, um, yeah, really? You yeah. Know, yeah. You know, and, and, uh, cause everyone got the 60 very quickly. I mean, like, you know, I think cargo's got the 60 in like less than a week, you know? Um, that is so crazy. People are doing, they did a, they did a week two rag kill, didn't they? Cargo's and those guys, yeah, I think. We had a rag, we had, we had what, world, world 13th, I think, or world something like that. Jesus Christ. Uh, not, dude. not me. I wasn't 60 yet, but, you know, people in our, our guild did. Um, I mean, it wasn't world 13th. It was world, it was pretty high up, maybe 19th, something like that. Um, and, Wow, like I, 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 I was, I was blown away. I was blown away by that. Um, so, so, could would you describe so Wow Classic? Would you describe it as a marathon or a sprint, or is it just way more nuanced than that? Is it like a sprint at the start and then it's a marathon? I don't know, dude. Classic Wow played correctly should be a marathon, yeah, uh, in my opinion. But the 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 us as players, the world, the culture has shifted so significantly that I feel like it. if you want to play it as a marathon, you're going to be punished in a way that's not your fault. It's just you're not going to be at the cutting edge, you know. And now with Warcraft logs, that's even, a you know, there is even literally a program that you can look at everybody's independent GCDs, how they do everything. Oh, and that Jesus. <laughs> and, and you're telling me now you're under duress, right? Like you're in, you're in a, you're in a raid and you're like, Oh my God, I used the wrong ability here. And you Someone's can't bullshit that. Yeah. You yeah. can't bullshit yeah. him now either. Oh and man. I tell my Warcraft logs officer, I'm like, dude, just calm down. Like I, and people make mistakes. Like, you know, I mean, people are going to put the wrong debuff in a boss and they're going to wipe off a debuff. It's going to happen like we can't penalize people for that you know Holy it, shit. It, it, yeah it, but we have a we have a dedicated officer his job is to look at warcraft logs that's insane that's min maxing yeah. min maxing shit here holy shit and i i mean I, but i'm like the kind of the dad in in the group and i'm kind of just like guys just shut up like <laughs> like like just like, mistakes, blah, blah blah he's like well we can improve dps by x percent i'm like it doesn't matter if you want to just oh, so it's a constant fight between me who is more of the you know, um, I just want to enjoy and, and down bosses. And then there's the people that want to like parse and they want to do this and they want to do that. And, yeah, and, we'll, and I, love, I love them all, but it's just, we have very different expectations. It's just different ways of playing the game, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Holy shit. But so, yeah, I, know, think, yeah. I think you're right. It is playing it the way they had intended or back in the day, it probably was a marathon. I mean, I know, I suppose it was only around for a couple of years then, but the way that the content's rolling out now, it's kind of like, you have to be hitting these kind of checkpoints. Like you have to be geared in MC gear to get in and do BWL. If you yeah. kind of miss and you fall off, dude, 
there's no you're like you're going to have a huge it's going to be a huge task to catch up i suppose you'd have to hope then that there'd be other guilds or people doing alt runs and stuff then through mc say you were really behind the curve or you'd brought another tune up you'd probably be trying to get into alt runs gear up Mm -hmm. that way wouldn't you and try and get back on on top of the curve again yeah that's what that's what we do we we try to have alt runs and stuff like that and try to get those i mean people already have their second 60s but like if you're a warrior and you get to 60 and you don't have Lionheart Helm and, and you don't have uh, Devil Sword leggings and Devil Sword gauntlets, and you're going to try to get into a raid. And people are like, no, dude, like you don't have the yeah. parade. You know how expensive that stuff is? That shit's like, expensive, dude. Yeah, yeah. And that's a shame to me. Like, it's a shame that people are getting, you know, told they can't raid because they don't have the best pieces. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but what am I going to do? Like, it's one of those things like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Because yeah. if you are too lax as a GM, you're not going to down bosses. If you're too hardcore, you're going to lose players because they don't want to play in that kind of environment. So you have to find this, like at least in my guild, because my guild is kind of in the middle. You got to find this middle ground, and it's 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 like it's like riding a bike that's going to always have a like fall, and you're trying to just stay up, you know. And yeah, actually pretty tough uh, <laughs> to be in a guild like that because you don't have set expectations. Yeah, I don't require people get them, you know, and it's you know, you know, so yeah. It, it, no, you're fucking right. No, you're right, dude. It is. It's just that balancing act, isn't it? That fucking balancing yeah. act. I um, feel like guilds that are actually casual and actually hardcore are easier to, you know, they have expectations, right? And yeah, it's more clearly defined. That, more clearly defined, isn't it? What they are. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like most guilds are where I am. Most guilds are in the middle somewhere, and that's tough because you don't know what what is required and what isn't. Well, we had it in same thing. Even with our guilds, we were coming up. We had people that were racing to 60 that we had other people then who are whispering officers and the gm and going oh i feel like i'm getting left behind like i don't want to be rushing my leveling and then the gm saying no you don't have to rush it's cool just enjoy it leveling the way you are then the people at the top who are there they're like i want to be raiding is this guild gonna be getting raid ready and it's just it was from two weeks in dude we're dealing with it you know yeah and that's exactly what i go through man every day it's like you know (laughs) so and so didn't heal at the parse they should have and i'm like maybe they're having an off night maybe they were drunk maybe they just weren't you know yeah 100 percent efficiency we don't work in the cia if we don't parse like people aren't going to die like this is a game like like you know i try to tell people that all the time but it's like you when you have people with different perspectives it's juggling that is just it's tough and i think you know people respect me because of who i am and that's fine but i don't want you know i I make it very clear to people like i'm just another player i just want to have fun don't you know treat me like just because i'm a content creator don't treat me any differently and i'm not even that big there's way bigger content creators than me but it's like one of those things where people join this guild some of them did to play with myself and my brother and and i and i want to be able to tell them you know, like, thank you for doing that. I'm not going to force you out because you're not the best player. And then, you know, it, it's it's tough. It can be tough, but it's yeah, still that's it. yeah, that's we. Did, I was actually going to mention that the as they call it streamer privilege these days. Um, but I suppose you might be fortunate enough that you guys are just at the right size where mm-hmm. you've got good fans, but it's not you're not into the full Asmongold experience. You know, where you're just getting shit sent to you, and it's just completely the the, the entire game was trivialized. That dude, and I feel a bit sorry for him. Every, it just ruined. Imagine that experience. You may as well just, it's like cheat codes. Just put developer mode on. Get all the gear you want. Get yeah. all the gold you want. I mean, it's just crazy. Why even bother? I wouldn't even want to play it, dude. Like, I'd, I'd be just low-key playing it by myself, I think. Like, you're in a different guild, like, just a never talk on mic or something. But it just yeah. kind of ruined it for him from what I can see. 
Oh, it definitely has. And I think, like you said, we're at the, we're at the perfect size where people know who we are, but people don't. We don't so another thing is we've created a, a, a community and a fan base that's a little bit more mature. Um, yeah. And that's great because I I don't want to play with a bunch of teenagers. I don't want to, you know, sorry if your teenagers are listening. I don't want to yeah. play with a bunch of people who think that, you know, that it's funny or like memes and what. I just want to play the game. So I think people respect that. And I think people, and because of that, people treat me just as any other person. And, you know, Def Camp and I don't ask for anything. You know, we, we try to do the best we can and we, um, we just want to play. That's, that's our big thing. Like I'm, I always say to them, I'm, I'm a player first content creator second. That's how I yeah. wanted people to view yeah, it. It actually annoyed me a bit once I saw, um, cause I watch a fair bit of your guys content and I saw it once on one of the Asmongold things where he was watching cause he watches people's fucking videos and then and all the chat comment. And it was one of your guys, you and Def had did it where it was, mm-hmm. you know, for new introduction for, for new players, people going into classic oh, played it before. Yeah. Yeah. And then they hit, like he, Asmongold wasn't too bad, but the guys in chat are just ripping it to shreds. And I'm just like, what is with you fucking people? Like, just want to shit on someone else's content. If it's like, they're like, oh, it's too basic, whatever. If it's too basic, then it's not for you. It's not aimed at you guys. You know what I yeah, mean? It's, it's, just- I mean, it's obviously aimed at people who've never, who've either never played or have been ages since they played, right? That's yeah. what the video was made for. Like exactly, and, you know, and it just seems a cheap thing. And then you've got all these guys just ra- you can imagine the type of people who are in the chat. It's just so I don't know. It just it just it, it irked me a bit, dude. I thought it was really just dumb and unnecessary. Yeah, it's but, a bunch of spurgy kids. That's yeah. the word spurgy. I think yeah, literally uh, that's it, and that's exactly yeah. what they were doing. And I, I don't know, dude. But I mean, I guess for him, it's easy content. Put on a video and sure, then just let sure. these guys go fucking nuts. Yeah, yeah. Asmin's a pretty nice. I've only talked to Asmin a few times, and uh, not in person, but on like, via Discord. Right. Yeah. And yeah. he's a super, super nice guy. And it, a lot of what he does is like, I think it's a facade, you know? Um, and that's the streamer or whatever they call it. I like think this. so. Like an almost like acting in it. It's almost an actor. It's another person. And we all like, I guess we do it. I, like, I have a different little different personality. I'm pretty natural and pretty real whenever I'm on here, but it's still a little different than if I'm hanging with my wife, you know, or my family yeah. or whatever. It's still different. Um, but I think the same thing for him, he'll do some streams sometimes where he's just kind of, it's not, it's not Asmongold. It's him as a person. He's just talking. He's just t- seems like a totally nice, normal dude, you know? So I guess Absolutely. it's just one of those things you have to do. Similar with YouTube these days. Sadly, every video has to have a clickbait fucking thumbnail to get any oh. likes. And it's just the yeah. game that everybody, nobody likes doing it, but you have to do it. Yeah. I, I made a video today literally <laughs> about how to make content. So a lot of people talk to me and they're like, hey, how do you make your videos? So I made an actual tutorial today about that exact thing. And I said during the thumbnail part, I was like, listen, <laughs> people are going to make fun of you for making clickbait thumbnails or making thumbnails that look good. But, wh- you know, the fact of the matter is, if you don't make good looking thumbnails, no one's going to click on your shit. Like, it's just the way it is. Like, there's nothing you can do about it. I said, I said, personally, I'm not the kind of guy that's going to put like an O face, like, and say, like, yeah, oh, I, know. I don't oh do my God. No. <laughs> Yeah, but people do. And, you know, and then another thing you have to realize is that a lot of these content creators, this is their job, you know? Yeah. And this is a hobby for me. And I'm very happy that I'm able to do a hobby and I'm, marginally successful with it but but it's like some of these guys you know like uh asmin and s van and tips and stay safe that's oh, their cellular, everybody they all cellular. do it, oh. yeah they and they have it. to be extra with everything because like you know 
Otherwise, not gonna, they're not going to put food on the table. So, and he even said it. The guy Bellula said it as well. He did a video and he was like, guys, I keep getting messages all the time about these clickbait, like these thumbnails that I'm doing. But he goes, just as an experiment, I did it this week. He said, I released the another part of a content series because I released it with just a really nice, clean thumbnail. And he said it did about 30% of what the other views yeah. did for the same content he goes so i'm sorry lads but i just have to do it this way <laughs> yeah and it's the truth and i said that during the video i was like listen if you want to put a no face on you may get better views than me i was like you might do it i that's my personal law i don't do that but <laughs> you, you know you could do you could do that and probably have better viewership than me um and i just you know i said i i stick to a very vanilla e style like i make thumbnails that that look like vanilla well i try to make it look like you know that's kind of what i want to do cargos does the same thing um and cargos has taught me a lot in, in the last years two years and cargos is another one of those He's guys actually super successful though isn't oh, he that, and that's his job that's his job like that's what primary he does. source of income yeah. yeah so he is going to go more extra he's going to do yep. five hour streams he's going to do all these things because that's his job you know yep that yeah. is basically his job yeah holy yeah. shit Hey, um, we might roll into the standard questions that I do at the end. We used to call them the rapid fire questions and try and do a quick answer, but it seems a lot of people like to have a little bit of a more nuanced answer. So these days we kind of just go with it. Um, it's it's sort of a multiple choice thing. If you want to delve into any of these, you can. If you want to leave it at just a one word answer, that's totally cool. And then after that, we'll go into some some shout outs and stuff. So I've got a I've got a button I press here too. All right, here we go. Right. <laughs> First one, Hoarder Alliance. Oh God, yeah, it's, it's hoard. I uh, I am known as like I'm a extremely hoard biased player. I, oh, I, I do it more. Of, I do sometimes. I do more of a joke. I always I always give Dune thing shit because he's a paladin. But yeah, as, as a shaman <laughs> main. I mean, that's pretty much clear, it's, right? I'm a shaman, so it's hoard. You know, I love everything hoard. The aesthetics, everything. Yeah. Okay, excellent. PvP or PvE? As far as the server is concerned, I do prefer PvP because I like the chance of doing open world PvP. However, on my server, which is uh, eighty percent <laughs> support, I essentially play on a PvE server. So maybe I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I am anymore. So yeah, yeah. Holy shit! Now this one's going to be easy. Classic or retail? <laughs> oh yeah. I I will say this. I I always enjoyed the music and the artwork in retail. I will say that. Uh, maybe not the character models, but definitely the zones and the and the music. Very, very well done. Excellent. Um, what was the worst expansion? What do you think? Uh, I'm not going to say WAD because it actually wasn't the worst for me. I actually didn't like Mop because okay. I didn't like the I didn't like the pandas. Um, yeah, I was I didn't and, like the fucking pandas, dude. Yeah. When that came out, yeah, I thought dungeons and raids were good. I just felt like the dailies were horrible, um, and I. I didn't really like the aesthetics. I didn't like the aesthetics of the game itself. Um, I thought it was beautiful in a, in a way, in its own way, but I wasn't for me. Yeah. Now, this is a little more tricky. What would you implement in retail? What do you think would be one thing maybe to implement that would help get retail back on track or more enjoyable for you? <sighs> one thing. Um, wow, that's a tough one. Let me hmm, – I'm probably going to say no cross realm. Uh, okay. Yeah, so so basically you have to basically spam and trade for dungeons and raids and stuff like yep. that. Yeah, yep. and kind of wind some of that back so to get, yeah, make it a little more personal that way. Okay, uh, favorite class? Which expansion? <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go classic. Let's just say in vanilla. Right, so classic, it's it's shaman, but it's very, very closely tailed by warrior. 
to yeah, worry. Yeah. And then favorite race doesn't necessarily have to be for that class. Just in general, who you resonate with. I like Orc. Uh, Orc is, um, they, they, I think they're the perfect balance of brutish, yet they have this kind of, uh, you know, shamans have this uh, reverence for the ancestors and they have this really awesome past and lore. So I yes. would definitely works. Yeah, that's cool. Definitely cool. Um, this is my favorite question. Now, this is just in the classic Azeroth. What zone would you retire in? If the war's over, you're not fighting anymore, mm. where would you go and retire in? Ashara. Absolutely Ashara. Ashara. Yeah. yeah. Eternal autumn. Yeah. Uh, it's not too cold like winter, spring. It's not hot yes, like uh, Tenaris. It's somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good That's a good point, actually. That's definitely a good spot. Um, tank, heals, or DPS? This is tough. <laughs> I, prim- I, I, I heal. Uh, Shaman's yes. my favorite class, but tanking yeah, is always cool. doing all of them and tanking is fun too yeah tanking yeah. is tanking is if i had to like if someone put a gun to my head it'd be tank yeah, yeah. absolutely oh shit okay tanking. nice nice and i love I, I can't wait for tbc because i my 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 goal is to re-roll not re-roll but i'm going to switch i think to warrior uh, over shaman yeah oh really and then do yeah. what and, and then tank through there and tank yeah tank through that's shit, my goal yeah. Yep. Shit, yeah um classic plus or bc um in a perfect world if we had the old devs, I would want Classic Plus. Um, but currently, in the way the game is, in the way I think that Blizzard is, I think the safest bet is TBC. And honestly, I wouldn't want to miss TBC again. So that would be tough. That's a tough question. Yep. So I think I'd like both. But if I can only have one, I'll take TBC. Fair enough. No, and that's that's a good point. I think that's a good point. Um, best villain of the series. Can be up to as far as your knowledge with retail goes or whatever. Sure. Anybody in the- Blizzard in the Warcraft universe. Um, I think Arthas, and I know that's cliche, but I think his his story. If you ever read like Arthas yeah. or any of those books, um, his descent into I wouldn't say madness, but it's like this descent into hatred, um, yeah. very very akin to like uh, Anakin Skywalker. Anakin, very much so, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why I like uh, Arthas so much. And yeah. even though it is cliche, it doesn't matter. But it's still it's a story that it really just resonates with people. Or what, what you know, it's just something that really resonates. It's it's not a new it's not a new story, but um, but it resonates with people. And it was really well, fucking really well implemented in um in in World of Warcraft, wasn't it? It really was. Well. And the fact that he's, he's it, it's, there's a duality because once he becomes Lich King, Nerzul's spirit is also in there too. It's not just it's not just uh, yeah. Arthas. So it's really yeah. interesting, yeah. Now, then flipping that on its head, ultimate hero. Who have you got as a hero? Hmm. Hmm. That's a tough one. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Orgrim Doomhammer. Um, okay. Yeah. I, I so I was thinking Thrall, but I, I I honestly like the older orcs better, like the ones before when Thrall was still a kid, kind of thing during. Yes. Or Thrall's dad, Dortan. Like I like those old. Yeah, orcs Dortan. Yeah. 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 Shit. Um, yeah. Those are really good. I think that the Doratan is probably the most level-headed. Orgrim's just a huge badass. Um, yeah, yeah. Your last name Doomhammer. I mean, like, come on, dude. Like, yeah. How bad more badass can you be? Yeah, yeah. So, Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. When Shadowlands drops now, I know you probably won't be playing retail, but in just in theory, in Shadowlands, we'll be able to meet some people who have uh, have passed into that realm. So, who would you like to meet in Shadowlands? Any any fallen heroes? Anybody like that? Ooh, can be down to as simple as Mancrick's wife found out what happened oh, to her. Oh, that's a good one. That's a really funny one. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I mean, we'll have, well, presumably we'll have Arthas there. We'll have, yeah, I mean, I guess a lot of, it's, it's hard, isn't it? It's tough yeah. without 
without notice on that one. I think it'd have to be. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say Arthas again. It's cliche, but I think yeah. it would be interesting to talk to him and see what how uh, he's reflected on what's happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Or Arthas's dad, uh, King Terranus. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Just getting, like they're just getting killed out of nowhere. <laughs> just like oh, oh shit. Hello, yeah. son. Oh, I'm dead. You know. So that was pretty. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. But also, and Uther as well, dude. I think Uther would be oh, cool Uther. to talk to. Him oh, see that's a great he, one. See what he had thought of everything that's gone on, man. Holy shit. Yeah, Uther's um, a good, really good one. But also the orcs, like Duratan, Orgrim Doomhand. Oh, Duratan, yeah. Like Thrall's parents, man. Hell yeah. yeah. That'd be good. That yep. be, and Mancrick's wife, dude. Definitely talk oh, to absolutely. her. Oh, absolutely. Gotta ask what happened. <laughs> <laughs> um, Was it really a murder? Yeah. Final question. Final question. Uh, it's a three-part question involving Jaina or Sylvanas. So the first question being, um, who who do you prefer um, in terms of the actual character, their story, just in general, Jaina or Sylvanas? Uh, Sylvanas for a couple of reasons. One, I'm not really well versed on Jaina's story. Uh, two, Sylvanas is much like our artist where she was this ranger, right? She's like this really high ranking ranger. Um, and then she gets her literal, you know, body is taken from her, her soul ripped out of her body. She has to like, uh, be reunited with her own body. And now yeah. she's dead. The forsaken story, like a uh, being a forsaken to me, uh, is it, is it great? Like, um, story, like, you know, you, you remember your life, like it, you had a life at some point and now you don't. And now you're the, just like this shell, you know, I think yeah, that's a really crazy, cool, isn't it? cool thing. Yeah. yeah, no, really good point. Um, in a fight, in an open field, who do you think is more powerful, Jaina or Savannah? Who's going to win a fight? Oh, I want to have to go with the mage over the hunter, even though she's yeah. not a hunter, right? She, I mean, she's kind yeah. of in the mix, like, like this weird, kind of like role. a mage hunter combo. Yeah, she yeah, kind of mages is. are man, mages are tough. Mages are really hard to fight. Um, she's got a ton I'm of gonna go with, yeah. yeah, I'm going to go with Jaina. I'm going to go with Jaina. Yeah. Yeah. Jaina in the fight. And the final one, uh, the final question is, I'm sure you're familiar with what goes on in the lines pride in in Moonguard. Um, <laughs> so if both of these fine ladies were to serve a transfer to Moonguard, uh, who, who's going to make more money in tips in the lions pride in? I, so you have to ask yourself, would it be necrophilia with uh, Savannah? <laughs> I know, um, but that's some people's kink. That's, that's some yeah, people's that's true. Kink. That's true. <laughs> I think I think Sylvanas is going to. She's much more dark and more mysterious. Yeah, so, I think so. As long as she didn't yeah. kill any, didn't kill the whole place, then yeah, she, yeah I don't think that would be <laughs> Jaina's jam at all. <laughs> yeah, that seems too vanilla for me. Yeah, Just, yeah. <laughs> Now, dude, the next thing that we do, we do a little bit of community love. We do tons of shout outs. So this can be, if you go first, first of all, tell people where they can find you and any of your content. But on top of that, shout out guild, friends, players, and then any kind of smaller, lesser known content or anything that needs a little boost, then just go for it, dude. Sure. Um, so first, you could find us on YouTube at Def Camp and Melderon TV. That's at N percent. So Def Camp and percent Melderon TV. Um, we also do... Um, we also upload stuff to SoundCloud. So you can find us on Spotify and Google Play and Stitcher, iTunes, and Apple. Um, I want to also shout out ClassicWild.Live. That yes. is a website that myself, Cargos, Taladrill, Ale, Egregious, and Navic, uh, who are people in the Classic Wild community, have built. It's a, it's a tool center. It's a streaming hub. It's a content place you could find content and forums. It's a place. It's a, something we wanted to try. Uh, it's, to do yeah. it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a really powerful resource, isn't it? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, and um, I, I, and then I guess would like to shout out like, you know, my my partners and you know, Cargos. If you don't know who he is, definitely check out his stuff. Yeah. Um, 
and some of the lesser known content creators. You can find them all on Classbot.live. There's too many for me to mention, but they don't get enough love. So definitely go on Classbot.live and look for their stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and the GMA, of course. Good morning, Azeroth. Definitely oh, right. check so, that out. Yeah, channel. Channel. Yep. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so that's yeah. that's that's really good. Um, so for me, where can you find me? People of Azeroth Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, the scuff Twitter handle of people of Azeroth one change the H for one. Uh, that's on Twitter. Um, in the Discord as well. I'm Juno Eclipse in the various Discords. I'm in the um, I'm in the classic Wild at Live one um, and across the other ones, uh, Countdown to Classic, etc. Uh, Alliance side RTS. That's where I'm playing. I have recently logged back into retail just to check out some of this 8.3 stuff since I've been complaining about retail on the show. So I'm logged back into retail. I'm going to try and catch up with some people that are that are playing that. Um, I'll get some links in the show notes for what we've talked about for any of that stuff here. Um, and I think that will about do it. So I'd like to say a big thanks to Meldron for joining us here. We've run a little bit longer than we thought. So uh, I hope you guys really enjoy it. Massive thanks to him. And uh, and hopefully we can uh, we can catch up and, uh, and stay in touch in future. I'd love to. And, you know, thanks again. This was great. And um, I can talk about WoW for days. So I mean, <laughs> it's one of those things where I feel like, you know, and I guess last thing, I totally forgot to shout out my guild. Uh, we don't, our yes. name is unclear right now, but it's on okay. scary. Currently it's Invictus, but it's probably going to wind up being either Eden or unbroken we'll get we'll get an update i'll get an update in the future episodes for any of those people that'll be interested in that and we may even try and do i might try and line up as some of the content rolls out we may even do like a little bit of a round table get some people together and discuss either whenever bwl is dropped or uh, or as we go further on to the aq event so something like that could be cool get uh, get you and def and a bunch of people together i think that could be a really fun time it'd be wonderful and if, and if you ever want def one just let me know i'll definitely give me let him know yeah Hell yeah, hell yeah. Now, awesome. I'm going to hit stop recording. So thanks again, Meldron. And uh, to all of you fine listeners, I will talk to you all soon.